0: Welcome everyone to the Cub Cooker Supernatural podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub and you can too. I hope you guys are having a beautiful day. Um, we're getting back into Enoch's Angels and Aliens today. Why is this important? What does it even matter? Um, I think you guys are going to understand why this matters the more we get into this text. Um, I think for too long we've picked up uh, spiritual texts, even like the Bible, and just read what was on the page and went, okay, well that's God. That's, you know, that's obviously a being that's much more intelligent, much higher than I am. Um, and okay, that I'll I'll buy that. Or oh, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in a flying man in the sky. I don't believe in a a, a god that's this bearded guy on a cloud. And that's totally cool, totally cool. Because uh, I think that what I get into with this. We see so many similarities between Ezekiel, Enoch, Noah, the Hindu texts, and uh, their legends of what are called uh, the Vimanas, which are flying cities or flying machines. The most famous one is the Pushpaka Vimana. And, uh, it is a flying temple in the sky and it is depicted in one of their texts, which I am going to read from today from, uh, an original version of the Rig Veda, um, called the Riddle Hymn. Now, what I'm getting into with this guys is, is open-minded stuff, open mind, open heart. What is up? Design with purpose. Greetings from Germany. So cool. I just got a notification for the live. Yay. At least TikTok's working for me now. Uh, I've been having a heck of a time over on Facebook, so this will be posted on Facebook, over on YouTube, um, over on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you can get podcasts. So um, that's good to know, but I've had a heck of a time over there on Facebook uh, getting kind of what we would consider shadow ban type thing for absolutely no apparent reason. So any support you guys have, any gifts on whatever platform, it just tells the platforms that, hey, this creator is worthwhile, people like him. Um, and they'll give, uh, you know, give more pump up to it. So Jacob says, I got a notification also. Awesome. Good to know Leathercraft Nation. Y'all go hit up Leathercraft Nation. He's making a bunch of the swag for my mythos community. If you don't know about the mythos community, I'll talk more about that later. Everything I talk about during the broadcast, you can find out over at www.cubcooker.com. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Say it with me. So today I'm going to read some from the Rig Vedas. Um, I'm going to read some from Enoch. Uh, We're looking at extraterrestrial entities, guys. We're we're just going to be honest about it. Like um, what the heck is going on in all these texts? Um, You've got people like Jesus. You've got the Buddha, even Krishna himself, uh, all coming and speaking of this like spirit God, this like this, this divine being. Uh, the highest intelligence, the unity, the source. It's called much different things in different texts, but it's always the same. It's always this energy, this entity, this intelligence that wants to be with us, wants to live through us, uh, wants to even incarnate in certain entities, uh, wants to really just spread itself in love and light throughout the universe. Uh, The Hindu call it the Brahman um the uh, christian bible uh if you will uh jesus calls him the father um which is he says is in spirit and in truth um again we have uh different depictions you know i would say universalists call it the universe the universal intelligence scientists call it the quantum field um you know many many different names that's that's the thing that's the entity that's the energy that I serve, that I invite into my life, that I pull all of my power from, uh, that I share this message from, the one that Christ himself spoke of, and that is very important to the message that I'm bringing here because all love, all light, all walks of life, I don't care who you are, who you're married to, what the color of your skin is, where you went to school, where you didn't go to school, where you do or don't go to church, I don't care. I really don't care as long as you're nice, and kind. I think my biggest motto is don't be a jerk like that. That should be easy, right? Yet it's not. Um, But anyway, so what's up, Annie Logan? How are you doing? Welcome, my friend. Hope you guys are having a beautiful day over in the Mythos group. Uh, Thank you, uh, Kubung host, uh, Cuba, Cuba host. What's up, my friend? How are you doing? Sorry, uh, trying to read names off here. I need better glasses, I guess. I just got these, but, um, oh, Annie, I'm so sorry. Uh, Annie's been unwell lately, so I won't say that word live, heaven forbid, but uh, but prayers for you, my friend. That really is not fun. So, um, Roy, thanks for joining, my friend. Uh, dropped in, wanted to drop in and listen. Awesome. Well, I'm going to go ahead and read the text. We, we, we're in the book of Noah right now in Enoch, um, and I really just kind of made a recommitment to just start hitting Enoch up we have so much to go through in Enoch. It's not even funny. And even when we finish it, I can go back through it and keep learning from it. That's really what I built this whole thing on, whatever you want to call it. Um, a mission, a business, a ministry, a spiritual practice, if you will. I literally had someone tell me the other day that like, you're the incarnation of of Enoch. And I'm like, okay, well, that's that's far out. But Um, but very flattered. I mean, you know, I guess it's it's always possible. I don't know. I think we all could be incarnated as someone who's been here before. I don't see that as, as anything outside the realm of possibility. So I don't know why I'm so attracted to this book, but I think that there are literally a million different secrets in it. Um, and, and for me, uh, I'm kind of reading this, this time with like reading it backwards, like, the common narrative around this and in the old testament biblical narrative is that these watchers sinned against humanity, god is judging them, god is judging humanity. um the watchers basically took wives for themselves, yet we know in a lot of different texts that like these angels, angelic beings, extraterrestrial beings can't actually like mate with humans, like that doesn't make sense. so why would they have called it that? well, they would have called it that because that would be considered genetic alteration or manipulation Uh, you know again they didn't know what it was they just knew oh there's these these you know they took the women and uh the women were gone now the women are back and now there's all these other children these other like hybrid type entities um and that the flood was trying to take them out and there's there's a big theory and a lot of evidence even within the old testament that it was not uh yahweh that told noah about the flood it was actually el Elyon, a different god a higher god uh that would be an incarnation um of uh the the brahman source um and that's why i like hinduism a lot because you got a bunch of different gods and they're all incarnating from different sources and depending on like what energies they yoke themselves with they're going to manifest with different like attitudes different powers different things like that Now, that all sounds wild and wonderful and very mythological, of course. But if you actually think about it and you think about extraterrestrial entities, they're living in much higher planes of existence. They understand where their source is coming from. They understand that they can actually manifest as different things. That's what we would call the gods. That's what we would call the sons of God, the shiny ones, whatever you want to call them. So... um, Uh, let's see. Island coming. Aliens are coming. Yeah, absolutely. There's, I think we're going to see a lot of wild stuff over the next, you know, several decades here on this planet. It's going to be pretty wild, I think. So I'm, I'm interested to see kind of what comes from all of that. So, um, absolutely. Uh, set says, um, Enoch is the creator in the flesh experiencing himself. I, I can agree with that because that's kind of how I've been viewing myself lately. And the more meditation and yoga I do, um, I get into like understanding that I am God experiencing himself. Like I have my own attitudes, I have my own experiences, my own flesh, my own karma. And it's like this massive game of hide and seek with uh the energy of the God Source manifest in all different creations, all different creatures. All different elements from top to bottom, throughout the universe, the multiverse—it uh, blows my mind. Like I can't even—I can't even go into this as deep as I want to because I'm just not there yet. Uh, and I'm definitely down the rabbit hole more than like probably 99% of people with this. But there's people that really get it way beyond what I do. Uh, so I don't claim to know anything. I just read the text, speculate, think about what if and try to gain a better understanding of who the source God is, because that's what I'm interested in. And finding him in love, him, her in love is the most important thing to me, because that's what manifests beauty in this world. So VT says, oh my, this background art. Yes. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, So one of the prompts today that I did on the AI was um, Hindu flying machine. And I'm going to get out of the way for a minute. Y'all check that out. It is beautiful. Let me see if I can get my shirt to off. There we go. Um, I just love it. Like, look at all the levers, look at the energy source in the middle the wings. And we're going to see here in a minute, why, why we think angels have wings. Uh, because before I read Enoch, I'm actually going to read the Rigveda text here. Um, and so this is, um, so the existing Rig Vedas do not mention, uh, Vyama V Vimanas. I have I have the worst time trying to say some of these like uh Indian words because like I live in West Texas and they don't roll off the tongue the way we speak here and that's my fault my problem but bear with me and thank you for the forgiveness Vimana V-I-M-A-N-A-S uh, Vimanas um so they're not mentioned in like the surviving Rigveda text kind of like we have a surviving biblical canon now Enoch doesn't exist in the surviving biblical canon. But if you go to Ethiopia, Ethiopia, their biblical canon has the book of Enoch in it and a bunch of other books. So, you know, we can debate all day long about like, what's the inspired word of God or whatever. By the way, you're the inspired word of God. Uh, I can prove that with scripture. I can prove that with the Greek. I can prove that with the Gnostic ideas with the ancient magic traditions, I can prove that with pretty much everything except for organized religion because that's the only thing that disagrees when you get into understanding what the Logos or the Word of God is. So this scripture from the Rigveda Veda um, is verse uh, Rig Veda 1.164.47-48. 1. I'm really glad that our Bible here in the West doesn't have that many points in it. It sounds like updates, like for a computer, but uh, also known as the Riddle Hymn, okay? And so that these this was taken as evidence for a spacecraft by an Indian philosopher and social leader, Dayanada Saraswati, who believed in the infallible authority of the Vedas, okay? So, like, you know, he's looking at them and going, like, they have authority, they're infallible, like, let's look at the the origin of them and understand what's going on. That's kind of how I am. I don't necessarily believe that any text is infallible, but I believe the inspired word of God in whatever tradition you are, when you get downloads, you get revelations, you get visions, experiences. I believe those are infallible because like you're experiencing him through your vibration. And I believe those are super meaningful. Something we need to keep close to our heart, share our testimony. The The more you guys really want to understand God, go listen to people's testimonies. Listen to people that have had extraterrestrial entities. Follow them around ever since they were a kid. Had other people witness them when they're with them. Uh, talk to people that witness miracles every day. Talk to people that can feel the energy in their hands and heal people. Talk to people that are psychic and know things. By the way, it's called prophet in the Bible. It's called psychic. Now, oh, no, no, psychics are evil. You don't understand. no, no. no. Guys, it's just all differences in language, and, and our differences in language are one of the things that completely screw up our ability to communicate in love and truth with each other and actually get something done in this world. Design with purpose says me, absolutely. Annie Logan's got her hands up high. I know that for sure. Uh Todd Smith or Todd Simmons says Vibration, absolutely. Esoteric B, what's up, my friend? Yo, peace. Amen. Thank you for being here, brother. Um, so this, this verse from the Rig Veda is going to blow your freaking mind. I hope you guys are ready. Um, I am not Hindu, so don't judge me. I'm just sharing all these different cultures and ideas. So anything I say wrong or misinterpret or whatever, take it with a grain of salt. I'm just here in love to try to share things that, that, that us in the West don't really get a whole lot of. So this is wild. This is cool. Okay. Verse 47 along the dark course, Tani, well-feathered birds, Now, this also has the actual definition of what that Sanskrit word would be. It actually equals flames. So along the the dark course, tawny, well-feathered birds or flames, think about orbs floating in the sky, orbs. We got people in the chat right now I know see these things. I've seen the pictures. I've seen the testimonies. I've seen the videos. Guys, we know they're there. We know they're real so this is literally off the bat talking about these, these birds. Well, they don't know. They don't know what these orbs are. They're going to explain them as birds, like glowing birds in the uh, the air because the birds think about it today. We have all this air traffic. If you've never seen an airplane, the only thing you've seen in the sky is geese, birds, swallows. Like that's all you've ever seen. And then you see something that's glowing and floating moving around beams of energy, It's got a mind of its own. It's a bird, right? It's a well feathered bird. Like it's obvious it's got flares coming off of it. Like it, it, this is a bird. So the actual Sanskrit of it, um, according to Wikipedia here, you guys can go look it up is flames. And then it goes on and says clothing themselves in the waters. What is the waters? Think about what they called the waters back then. The waters above, the waters below. Literally the sky. Like that, they believed it was water. They believed it was an ocean. We know now that it still is water. It's just in vapor form. Uh, just crazy how all this fits together. Fly up toward heaven. Okay, so just to put that together. Along the dark course, tawny well-feathered birds or flames, clothing themselves in the waters, fly up toward heaven. These have returned here as rain from the seed of truth or heaven. Only then is the earth moistened with ghee. The chariot wheel of the sun is one. Its wheel segments are twelve. Its wheel knaves are three. Who understands this? They, or the days, that wander on and on are fitted together on that. Like 300 pegs, like 60 more. Wow. Wow. And that was translated by Snef- Stephanie W. Jameson and Joel P. Brenton. I try to cite all my work on here. Uh, so God bless Wikipedia for having this information available. I just try to put it together in uh, a a nice little episode so that we can all get the info together uh, life is a dream. Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. Um, sounds like a pole flip. Yes. Yes, it does for sure. Um, it would be immaculate to see, uh, an air balloon back then. We got to consider that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, imagine seeing a hot air balloon. Like what the heck would that be? Like you wouldn't have any idea. Um, and then we see things today that we can't explain at all. I read a testimony the other day that absolutely blew my mind, rocked my world and has haunted my dreams ever since then. I can't share it here cause it's not mine to share, but one of the brothers in our community, you know who you are, sent it to me and it really, really woke me up to a lot of what's going on around us. And I know there's a lot more people out there with testimonies like that. Hoping to get more of them on the show here. So, uh, we are shifted. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Just think about this along the dark course, tawny, well-feathered birds or flames clothing themselves in the waters fly up toward heaven. These have returned here as rain from the seed of truth. So literally what he's saying here is like in the dark night sky, flaming balls of fire orbs. They clothe themselves, they go in and out, they hide in the water. You guys have seen the videos, I've seen it too. You see these little floaty fireball looking things, they look like energetic projections and then they go in and out of reality. They've got like a black dot in the middle and you can just see them like transmute into the heavens. And it says these have returned here, they've come down to earth as rain, just like rain comes down from heaven, from the seed of truth, what is the seed of truth? Heaven, heaven doesn't lie by the way think about that this is deep guys and this this pertains to Enoch because Enoch is probably the closest Hebrew literature we have that gets to like the Hindu type literature with some of the weird stuff that goes on and like the really deeper understanding of all these cosmic beings so it's saying just like just like rain from heaven these things have returned here and then it's talking about the wheel of the sun and think about this like 300 plus 60 more 300 pegs plus 60 more the days wander on through the wheel of the sun if you were to put on psychedelic glasses and look at the sun and see what's really going on with it uh i had a great conversation with truth seeker on here the other day and we're talking about the sun he was talking about there's people that can literally see entities flying in and out of them They filmed weird things, you know, like really close to the sun. Just go watch some of the sun flare footage and tell me you don't see things there. I mean, we we look at the physical world and assume that that is truth when the heavens don't lie. And even astronauts that have gone up there explain really psychedelic experiences. They explain like out-of-body experiences. There's even the Russian astronaut story where they saw 90-foot-tall winged creatures. Every one of them saw it. They all swear by it. This stuff is literally right in front of your face. But you're told by like a pop culture like, oh, you're one of those. Like, yet I think there's more people that believe this than not. And I think it's time to actually start looking What's going on with our ancient religious traditions? And go, wait a minute, the gods are real. No, we weren't just worshiping aliens from like another planet. Like, they are so powerful. They can put psychic things in our head, they can make us feel things, they can move stuff around. They probably like deserve worship. I mean, of course, we worship them. It was easy to, right? Like, you're an archaic people. These things come down, they show you how to get food, they show you how to survive, they help you build things, they build things like the pyramids, you've got uh, Pumapunku, you guys go watch Ancient Aliens, I've watched almost every episode, I'm a total believer in this stuff, and I'm not ashamed of it, I just, I'm trying to understand who they are, and what do they want from, from us, and how can we honor them, the ones specifically that serve at what we would call the will of God, or the the mind of brahman okay which is again the hindu tradition of this entity of light the one true being is what it is within hinduism um and that's like really really important i think especially to the message of jesus when he's talking about this father and spirit and truth he says no man has stood before the father well wait a minute because enoch swears that he did enoch swears that he did Even in the book of Enoch and all the tradition around it, we know it wasn't written by Enoch, but all the tradition around it, they knew this is a father of the faith that stood before God. And yet Jesus himself says, no man has stood before the father except for the son. And then he talks about that they're worshiping their father who is Satan. So who is this father who is Satan? Ask yourself in the Old Testament. Who gave snakes ...to the Israelites when all they wanted was a gift. Jesus literally said that. He's like, does does a father... ...does a father give serpents when a child asks for a good gift? No. No. You have not because you ask not. But in their head, they're going, no, no, no. You don't understand. Moses was in the desert with God, with God the Father... And God gave him serpents. And Jesus is going like, you don't get it. Because it's not God. That's not source. That's not Brahman. That is not unity. That is not the intelligence. That's not the universal mind. The purity, the truth, the light of God. Somebody said, Shiva... You know, it's fascinating to me, the whole Shiva thing, everybody's so afraid of Shiva and and I don't for a second think that Shiva is, is Satan somehow. Uh, I think it's easy to look at Shiva, but we have to understand that Shiva really, really operates within the quantum. Shiva is a destructive and a creative force. And why is Shiva always marked with like nuclear type facilities and tests and stuff? Because it's the only thing, it's like we're using a force we don't understand and we use it for evil, okay? It doesn't inherently mean that the entity behind the force is evil, it means that we are wielding it because we are sons and daughters of the Most High God and we have the authority to mess with stuff like this, but we don't know what we're doing. And so like, we got to understand this is a cosmic battle going on, a bunch of different alien extraterrestrial races i don't even like calling them that because it just sounds like they're just upgraded versions of us and maybe they are but you hear about glorified bodies in revelation the book of revelation we're supposed to get a glorified body so to me i think that yeah i'm gonna get like when i actually ascend i'm gonna get a legit glorified body like an extraterrestrial body because it's going to have a psychic mind. It's going to have an energetic pulse. It's going to be able to transmute between the realms. It's going to have direct God consciousness. Think about this, guys. This is not not heretical. This is not blasphemy. This is not anything you shouldn't be hearing from a pulpit. You should be, by the way. But why aren't you? Because... Well, because it empowers you and it freaks you out and and nobody understands it. And a pastor darn sure isn't going to stand up there and just go, hey, I don't know. I got a $180,000 degree that I'm trying to use. And I went to this school of divinity and whatever, you know, and and I, I know a lot of pastors and I love them, but I'm just saying that's just how it is. I don't have a degree in this. I'm a spiritual astronaut. I just try stuff, test it, see if it fits together, push it out to the collective, see what you guys think, see if I get any more revelation on it. You know, like that's all you can do. That's the life of a prophet, right? That's my biggest gift is the prophet, the psychic, the intuitive, that type of thing. When I start flowing, can't turn it off. And anybody in my friends or family knows that. I won't shut up. I can't help it. I'll learn stuff from myself. I'll listen back to these. There's mornings I'll, I'll listen to one of my podcasts and go, dang. Like, I'm, ta- I'm retaking notes. You guys don't believe me, but I, I promise you I've got friends and family that know that Cub's either crazy or he's on to something. Like, those, those are the only two options. He's either absolutely bat crazy or he's on to something. Something's telling him something. And I believe that's something because people that are my friends and family, the closest to me, they know my heart. They know that I would stop and help a bird if it needed help. They know that I'd pick a dog up off the side of the road. They know that I would feed the needy if someone was right in front of me. Like, I do everything I can. I love people. I love living. I freaking love life. I love what I get to do here. I love the idea that we had God's. I think that they need reverence. And I think that there's some of them that still fight for the ascension of humanity, still pour their intelligence into us, still channel the Brahman down to our little human bodies who can't even handle having a one-word revelation, much less having this thing turned on all the time. Mylu says, yes, they do, absolutely. You're not supposed to mix other books with the Bible at all. Oh, no! Stepping for Yahweh... Says, don't mix other books with the Bible. You need to take some time, my friend. You need to get off TikTok, get off social media, go and read the history of the canonization of the Bible. Look at the character and the fruit and the roots of who canonized our Bible. And then get back to me in about six months. Once your mind is blown, once you have to go out into the wilderness, deconstruct and realize, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've been fooled here. This is ridiculous. What is going on with reality? And question that God in the desert Yahweh and who you think he was and look at every single thing Jesus said, which was directly against that God in the old Testament. And I'm not judging anyone's faith here. I'm just telling you, you got to ask, who do you follow? Like I followed, I actually follow Jesus. I follow Christ. And in fact, I think he came to tell us that we are the Christ. We are the thing, the entity, we are the consciousness that is going to upgrade and save this corner of the galaxy. Christ consciousness is key, Milo says, absolutely balance all. Yes, Barefoot with Bunny says, yes, thank you very much. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into verse 11. We're in Book of Enoch and we've seen that um, Noah has gone to Enoch. Um, and he's like, please, 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 grandfather, um, tell me what is going on. I've watched the earth slip down. He's talking about it sinking down. We don't know if that's like an earthquake. We don't know if like, he's just seeing a shift in like everyone's consciousness and faith shifting down into this like darker 3d dimension. Um, we don't know. So Bible is an essential map for sure. It is absolutely. But so is book of Enoch. So are the Rig Vedas. Uh, so is the Tibetan book of the dead. So, I mean, like we got to read it all guys. I mean, how, how goofy are we that we think we can't intake all of this information, process it, seek and search and find and ask and wrestle with our own faith. Like, that's why we're here. Like really, you just want to be born, get a job, have a bunch of kids, retire and die. Is that why you're here? No, life's about family. Well, guess what? Family die. Life's about friendships. Guess what? Friends are jerks. They stab you in the back. They go away. They delete you out of your phone. What's it really about? It's about you. And it's about you realizing that you don't even exist. You are we and we are him. The Beatles said it best. I am he and we are he and we are one together. Like, I mean, I am the walrus, right? I said that the other day. I I sound like a broken record right now, but this is all we have like we have time right now right now 2023 i'm not a doomsday guy whatsoever whatsoever but i think that those that choose to ascend now are going to be part of the new earth tomorrow if you don't choose to ascend now how much more will you be stuck in 3d how much more will you be stuck in the ebbs and the flows and the the system of control and what they tell you to do and what you don't want to do and oh the job and then oh i I worked for 50 years for that company and they laid me off. Now I don't know what to do and all my retirement's gone and you don't understand. I didn't even get to see my family and my kids are grown. Guys, I'm watching it happen right now. I'm watching people in my family right now. They've worked their whole life. They miss soccer games. They miss time. They miss Easter Sundays at church. They miss family vacations because they couldn't afford them. They didn't have the time. And they go back to things like alcohol. They go back to things that are absolutely trying to kill them. Now, you don't understand. I need the job. I got bills to pay. Yeah, I know. So do I. And I knew I needed the job. I knew I needed the business that I had One year ago, today, this week, I found out that my whole world was going to change and that that business, that job that I knew, that I knew was my only ticket to the freedom that I thought I, I, I wanted so bad. I had a meeting, a conversation that changed it all. Rocked my world. I didn't know what to do. I had to agree to give it all up. And then remembered that two years prior, I agreed to give it all up. If God would just let me step into my truth, let me follow and step into my higher path of work, my life's work. What's up from Canada? Thanks for being here, Rocky. And I stepped there, stepped into that place two years before I made an agreement. And that agreement was sealed with the final final nail in the coffin of my business And I pretty much went into recon mode. Uh, We burned through our savings, downsized our house, sold our vehicles, sold a bunch of crap we didn't need, pooled all the money together, tried to pay off as much debt as possible, moved into a smaller house in the city. Do I regret it? Hell no. Not one little bit. I get to do this every day. Do I want to stay in this house forever? Do I want to stay? No, absolutely not. I'm ready to expand again, and I know I'm going to but I'm going to expand because of the agreements I'm making today because of God pouring his source through me and because of me being absolutely unashamed of sharing what's coming out of me right now, what's pouring out of my heart. I do it publicly every day. Nobody else is doing this. You got a lot of people on here doing their own spooky podcast or their own Jesus podcast because they're Jesus warriors or whatever. Nobody's up here acting like a complete idiot like I am. Talking about flying machines and aliens and extraterrestrials and galactic councils and cosmic this and that. Spiritual gifts and meditation and like, what what kind of wacko does this? Well, I do. Because I made an agreement. And God, Source, my higher self, whatever you want to call it, said, all right, I'll sign that, I'll seal it. Here's the date it's going to happen. I was told in a dream, by the way, the night before. The night before it happened. I'm not kidding either. Like, I had the dream. I woke up, told my wife, I'm pretty sure I'm losing this contract tomorrow or this week sometime. And that Monday, that was on a Sunday, my wife was livid, livid with me. Excuse me, it was a Saturday, actually. We were supposed to drive to Lubbock. She thought, oh, you're just worried all the time. You're just worried. That's my wife's voice. Don't tell her I did that, but... We ended up going to Lubbock after I calmed her down. You're right. I'm just panicking over it. This was more than like a dream that freaked me out. This was one where I just, I felt like I lived through it, like actually gone through it. It wasn't like a word telling me. It was like, I woke up like having actually fully gone through it. I went through the conversation, went through the emotions, went through the feeling. It was like a drawn out, like, and I woke up and I knew it's over. It was my last contract after the whole 2020 BS hit. I lost dozens of contracts, guys, dozens. I'm just saying. And then I, I, I go in and and boom, all of a sudden this one's gone. What, what the heck is going on here? Like what? There's some higher timeline. There's some higher reality. And so when I say I'm manifesting now in the next year, two, whatever it is, six months maybe, I don't even know. I'm manifesting a new house, a new place to work out of a studio within that house, more of a spiritual grounds that I can, I can take care of and manage place to grow some food, place to hire some help, hire, hire an assistant to do this work. I'm actually manifesting all of these things. And that's not woo woo guys. That's how it works. You are an energetic quantum being who is literally a part of God. And when you realize that, your entire life will shake, twist, manipulate, freak you out until you have to come into agreement with everything I thought was real in this realm is total BS. All of the faith and the church and even the agnosticism or the atheism, I don't believe in God. Well, guess what? He believes in you because you are him. Oh, so you're God. Well, that's what a little pick. No, no, no. You don't understand. Everything in the universe together is one intelligence. And that is what God is. That's the the truth about what God is. We've got a, a bunch of other little gods. By the way, the little gods will terrify you. They'll make you feel things. They'll make you see things. They'll make you bow down. They'll make you serve them. And we see it all through the Old Testament. We see it through all kinds of different ancient uh, pictographs and writings and caves. We see that the gods were here. They were real. Amen. I'm not religious, only spiritual. Me too. And I've had to deconstruct from all of that. And it hurt. Oh, it hurt. It hurt. It hurt. But here I am. Here I am. Tricksters, not gods. Yeah, that's possible. I mean, tricksters is an interesting I think a lot of them definitely are tricksters. They like to play around. We are cells within a cell. That's a very good way to look at it. Absolutely. Um, eternity is always. Um, absolutely. There is one almighty God. Yeah, absolutely there is. Absolutely. That's why I'm talking about Brahman, the source, the unity. The energetic expression of everything in the universe. Yeah, absolutely. We had to unlearn everything and start again, Maya Lou says. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let's see, but very free. And Yes, it is. Be, be sunshine. Absolutely. Uh, Jesus is the only way to heaven. Yeah, for sure. What he taught is absolutely. I mean, if we don't actually practice what Jesus said, then what hope do we have? Like, We're going to follow a bunch of alien gods and serve at their altar and then get our energy recycled and have to do it all over again. We want to actually ascend. And by the way, you need to rethink heaven. We're just talking about another realm, another layer of reality, by the way. Um, The kingdom of God that everyone is waiting on is already within you. And once you actually access it, you ascend, you step into it, you have the gnosis of it, then you get to actually recreate yourself in another realm Like, we are creators, guys. Like, I don't think you understand. I'm telling you, you don't understand because of the comments. And by the way, when I say you, I'm talking about me because I'm in the comments today, too. I don't understand this yet. But I'm telling you, there is something freaky, freaky about the idea that you literally make everything you experience. It's so weird. It's so weird. Well, no, other people can come into your reality and do whatever. Yeah, absolutely. We are co-creators. We're all co-creators. But I'm talking about we draw energy to us. We are magnets for energy. Uh, Yes, a wise man knows he knows nothing. I say that all the time. I'm not saying I'm wise, but I do say that all the time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm here to get you to think. I hope that when you walk away from this podcast, you are haunted by what I said I hope you wake up in the morning and go dude that that dude's podcast like I don't know who was that guy he was named after an animal was it bear bear cooker is that who he is no, no no it's cub my name is cub you can hit up my website at www.cubcooker.com if you guys love what I'm doing we've got a community called mythos community uh if you're like me you've probably already broken your whole routine for 2023 I'm gonna go to the gym I'm gonna eat well and well yeah uh, he probably had a Twinkie today or a Dr. Pepper or whatever. Um, and I'm right there with you. And that's why, you know, we've got this community called mythos. It's fantastic. There's a bunch of mythos members in here. It's called the mythos patron supporter community. It's on my website. It's nine bucks a month. We've got a private Facebook group. We have calls, live calls, like uh zoom type calls every Saturday. We just get to work through life stuff together. It's just this awesome support community. I mean, it's named a support community for me. It's to support my channel, but really we're just all supporting each other in the group. It's it's pretty awesome. It's really, really cool. Uh, go check it out, www.cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. If you really like what I'm doing and you want to just go down the rabbit hole like really hardcore, I've got a brand new course. It's called A Course in Lightwork. It includes challenges, meditations, and video lessons about all the philosophies and practices I talk about with actual actionable lessons in there, Uh, different spiritual practices from yogic techniques to mindset meditation, uh, how to reprogram and train yourself, all kinds of incredible stuff in there for you guys that are just like, I got to get more. I got to get more than community. And with that, you actually get the community too. And that one's 29 bucks a month right now before it goes up check it out and you get a free mythos membership that's all i'll say about that you guys know where to go thank you for the support that's how i show up here every single day getting into verse 11 in book of enoch it says in these days they have no place for repentance forever because they have shown them what is hidden and they are darned i'm gonna say darned, so i don't get demonetized but they are judged basically it's the 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 darn word that means to be judged why is this important because you got you got this god judging again and we hear about the father we hear about who christ talks about we hear about the hindu tradition of brahman it's not like a judge it's not it's not that thing this is an entity that's not very happy with the creation that he's set forth to manage this 3d world that we're in and that's why i say like enoch I do not believe was standing before like the most high God, because we're, we're very clear from like the ascended masters that no one stands before the most high God. Krishna himself talks about Brahman, like Brahman is outside of him somehow, but also says to uh pour your adoration into him because he, he basically says like, if you've seen me, you've seen Brahman, like just like Jesus says, if you've seen me, you've seen the father, like, are you getting this now? Like, are you getting it? Are you getting it? Are you getting it? I'm asking you, I'm asking me, this is all the same stuff. It's all different language. And we're just going to argue about my language is right. When we don't have a clue what we're talking about. Um, and so with this, um, you know, you've got this judgment and he's basically saying, Hey, these angels, like you don't understand. They, they can't repent. They have no place of repentance forever because they have shown them what was hidden and they are darned but as for thee my son the lord of spirits knows that thou art pure and guiltless in this reproach concerning the secrets again i have to wonder are these watchers are these extraterrestrials these sons of god these shiny ones these angels these aliens as this series is titled are they actually trying to help humanity show them the secrets show them how to do stuff for themselves Show them how to access the source directly within self. I kind of think they are. That's just kind of where I'm at now. I've read Book of Enoch back and forth over and over and over. I've done the audiobook. I've I've done the study guide on it, Reversing Herman by Dr. Michael Heiser. He takes a totally different angle on it. I agreed with his angle completely in the beginning. And then I went, "Mm, I'm pretty sure that Jesus is like one of these entities that this God is not very happy with. Cause even look at like all of the popular theology where God, this Yahweh character pours out his wrath on Jesus for us. Like Jesus was a lightning rod that took the wrath of the gods satisfied their bloodlust for humanity and returned us to source okay that was a download guys that was a download that's like dr michael heiser's theory turned up to 11 there uh rather than jesus being like the sacrifice for um to satisfy like what the watchers did like it makes me wonder like is he part of that plan like part of that galactic plan of enlightenment to get people to return because you have these entities that went hey we're gonna make our own corner where we're served we're gonna lower the vibration of creation over here and create all of these it's really energy but it's gonna look like matter and we're just gonna turn it into what we want and then we're gonna get we're gonna get served and praised and we're gonna build our own little wonderland over here and then ever since then all the beings are going wait a minute what am i plugged into what kind of matrix am i plugged into i hope that makes sense this is deep stuff guys and it takes it takes an open heart and an open mind to to actually stop and think and go what if what i've been told is god is not god at all what if God is that thing that I know to be true anyway, that when I'm out hiking, when I'm biking, when I'm in the woods, when I'm in nature, when, I, when everything's quiet, when all the frequencies are chilled out and I can feel that I'm emanating something, maybe that is God and it's not this thing that we're told is judgmental, wants to bring destruction and wants control for itself maybe god just wants to bring unity and balance rather than control and why jesus said i require compassion and not sacrifice god is everything just energy my amen yeah there's a few of y'all that get this like you totally get what i'm saying you you get it on a deep level and you vibe with it and you know who you are and then i got plenty of people in the comments right now that are trying to correct my theology or say that I have a carnal mind or whatever, I see your comments. I see you. I'm just not going to name you and call you out because I'm nicer than that. Connected to the primal wave. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I love you guys. Thanks for joining today. We got a whopping, uh, all the way through, uh, verse 11 here in book of enoch so i have to continue to pick it up but think about that verse from the hindu text i'm going to end with that again along the dark course tawny well-feathered birds or flames clothing themselves in the waters fly up toward heaven these have returned here as the rain from the seat of truth in heaven only then is the earth moistened with ghee the chariot wheel of the sun is one. Its wheel segments are 12. Its wheel knaves are three. Who understands this? They, the days that wander on and on, are lifted and fitted together on that. Like 300 pegs, like 60 more. I mean, they already know just from this like vision, from this beautiful, beautiful poetic scripture out of, the Rig Veda, they already know that there's 360 days. Well, we've got 365 now, but you can look at some of the original calendars. You can also look at how we have to correct course all the time. Look at the fallibilities of our modern Gregorian calendar system and our time wheel, and it'll blow your mind. And there's actually a much more balanced, much more pure way to do it. That's really, really cool. And we can talk about that later. So uh 365 on the same dot be sunshine absolutely absolutely uh cub cooker is mixing everything into one wicked trick and getting religion back as one um i'm not sure if you are complimenting me or condemning me for it but i'm going to take it as a compliment because how i take it is what i make it so i love you guys y'all have a beautiful day i gotta go feed the pups They're bugging me, especially this little one. Well, this little 100-pound one. There's my wife calling, too. So I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful day. Thanks for supporting the artwork. I'm going to put this guy on a T-shirt for anyone that wants it, because this would make a really rad shirt. You can find it over at cubcooker.com. Got the new podcast hat over there and some other cool shirts that are starting to come out. We've got about three or four shirts on there now for the new year. So y'all go check those out. Those directly support what I'm doing as well. Love you guys and y'all that are joining the Charisma Lightwork course. I will see you in there. Very, very excited about that. And I will see you personally in Mythos. So you can ask any questions you have about the Lightwork course in the Mythos community, by the way, for anybody that joins. And if you join Charisma, you get the the Mythos community for free. So anyway, I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful day. God bless you. Namaste. And I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.